the fan. It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Hey, it's X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. And I'm Paul Allen, your play-by-play voice. Happy to be joined weekly by Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. And this is courtesy of U.S. Bank. Man, I mean, you guys have had some gut busters this year. I mean, whether you're winning games or losing games, just part of the business, right? Yeah, it uh, seems like they've all been close games or down at the wire in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, I guess that's good. We're we're trying to get, uh, you know, understanding how we have to finish these games in, in the fourth quarter. We've had a lot of them this year, and um, hopefully these young guys are growing up. You know, Mike, I know from um, that Atlanta game, into the bye, out of the bye, Lambo, Dalvin breaks spirit to where you are now. Undoubtedly, you've seen progress, but do, do you feel that sometimes they hit a point where it's like one step up, one step back? Is, is that accurate and tough to push through? I think the biggest thing, Paul, is we don't have a lot of room for error, you know, um, you know, especially with, with some of these young guys. And so we have to make sure that, uh, you know, they're on point for, for four quarters or 60 minutes. And, uh, you know, uh, them have to understand when to make a play to win the football game and so on and so forth. You know, uh, last week, um, you know, we moved the ball great all, all day long and, uh, you know, we end up with, 16 points or whatever it was we don't you know we don't we don't score touchdowns in the red zone last week and so you know that'll be a big emphasis for us this this week going forward and the bears noon u.s bank stadium home finale not not due to the kicker struggles of late but how often do you guys talk about going for two more frequently i mean the vikings two-point game is fantastic yeah, we've done good in that area. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've needed some of them. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing, though, Paul, is, you know, you don't want to chase points early in the ball game. You know, you want to wait until the situation is right. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, with their defense, points points could be hard to come with uh, come by this, this week. Now, with, uh, with a couple of those awful calls in the end zone in the Tampa Bay game, I mean, I would imagine nothing you can do about it. Does, does sending in plays, do, does that even help? doesn't help the outcome, that's for sure. But, um, you know, I, it kind of makes you feel a little bit better that you were, you were correct in, in what you thought. And, that um, you know, you really want the officials to be held accountable uh, the, best, the best that you can. And trying to get them to understand that when they make a call that is incorrect – uh, you know, obviously they're not doing it on purpose, but uh, it affects a whole bunch of people's livelihood. Um, now, uh, you, you've talked a lot about the kicker this week. I, I'm just going to ask you this. I mean, Dan's one of the most reliable in history of the NFL. You've said that a million times. Any idea what happened or, like, what's happening? You know, not really. Uh, you know, I've talked to him and uh, visited with him about it, and, um, you know, he he came out after halftime and kicked great. He kicked, you know, he kicked in pregame and kicked great. Um, you know, I think it's just one of those days. So um, he'll continue to do better. Uh, Tyler Conklin, he he has a chance, doesn't he? I mean, he he jumped up nicely for you at Tampa Bay. Yeah, he continues to get better. Uh, 
you know, you could tell this year he was more comfortable understanding the system, and he's really an all-around player. He does a nice job in pass protection, does a good job in, in the run blocking, and, and he runs good routes and catches the ball well. Do you tape the top of your mask so your glasses don't fog, and does it work? Well, I did this last week because it was steamy. My glasses were fogging up. Uh, the mask was sticking to my face. Uh, it was it was really miserable uh, the whole time. I took that tape off at halftime, but every wow. time I breathe, every time I breathe, my glasses would fog up. So now you got the mask sticking to your face. You got your glasses falling down. You got a couple of awful calls, a bunch of missed kicks. Other than that, Miss Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, do, well, I mean, you got the tape atop your mask, you know, but you still, if you're going to yell at the refs, or I mean, if you're going to talk to somebody, you still got to pull it down, right? Yeah, and, and I was sweating underneath it, so it wasn't sticking good. It was, uh, but that's what they told us, you know, when they came out with this mask protocol stuff. Oh, if you just tape it, that's what the doctor's saying, operating yeah. room. Right. But the operating room's. The operating room's about 60 degrees. It's not 90 degrees. <laughs> Brilliantly stated. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, X's and O's. Um, what uh, what was it like at Raymond James with fans? Did did they, 16,000 or whatever, did, did they impact the game? I'm not sure they impacted the game. You, you know, you did hear some, uh, some mess talking by some of the fans, uh, and uh, you could hear a little bit, you could hear some noise, um, you know, during some of their their big plays and things like that, but um, it it was it was, you know, I told Eric Sugarman, our trainer, before the game, I said, "Is this weird here?" He said, "Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, there's kind of fans here, but there's not really, and you know, I don't know, just uh, pregame seemed strange to me." And I don't know if you watch Monday Night Football, you know, your former offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski came down to the wire with Harbaugh, very exciting game. I mean, that place looked like it was three quarters full, you know, uh, whatever the name of that stadium is, the dog pound or whatever. It's just weird, you know? Yeah, it's different uh, in every place and every every state and every stadium. But, uh, you know, we wish our uh, we had our fans there. You know, they would they would be a big factor in the ballgame this week like they always have been. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to go in there and play our hearts out for them. Uh, what um, what has gotten into running back David Montgomery of late for the Bears? Just he came off that injury bit, and he looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. He had a like a 90-yard, 80-yard run uh, first play of the game last week against Houston. Uh, he's always been a physical runner. Um, you know, his, he likes his own runs uh, where he can get, get uh, in the gut in the gun area and then come back across the formation. They do a good job with that, and our RPOs off of it. Now uh, this 58 Roquan Smith played out of his he played out of his mind against the Texans and he even had a couple of sacks. Is Roquan's running maybe his best attribute? Yeah, but he's he he can really run, but he's physical and he's instinctive. Um, you know, he's a sideline to sideline guy, good blitzer, good pressure guy. Um, you know, they've got a lot of good players on their defense. And and speaking of running, this Cousins running facet to his game, I mean, it, it, it seems to be helping. It's like when he takes off, he ran for 41 yards, career high at Tampa Bay. That that has to help, right? It has to help. It, you know, it, typically it's going to slow down the pass rush. It's going to change some of the coverages that they run. Um, you know, anytime you have a quarterback that will scramble, it, it changes your mentality a little bit defensively. 
Now, um, what, what, if anything, Mike, did Tampa Bay do to limit the deep game to Thielen and Jefferson, or was it there and you just couldn't get to it? Well, a lot of it, Paul, uh, they had, they were playing a lot of swipe to man coverage where they would, um, take the safety and put him down in the box for the running game. And it was a pass. Then he'd run out to the X receiver and the corner would actually play the safety. And then on the front side, they'd roll over to the front side and play, uh, play uh, two man uh, uh, over there. So, you know, they had safeties up over the top of our receivers and, and uh, you know, that's why the tight ends became such a big factor. Right. And the running, um, running by court and by cut by uh, Kirk. Yeah. The um, with Justin Jefferson, you know, what, what, his progress at this stage of the season into the final three. How imp- how impressed are you with his overall progress? Uh, extremely impressed. He's he's a really good player. Um, has a chance to keep ascending. Uh, you know the thing I love about him he he competes. Loves loves. Uh, to go get the football, he's getting better in his blocking, which is important for Dalvin. You know, these guys understand that Dalvin has a chance to go all the way uh, if the receivers are tight. You know, the guys outside will block for him as well. And uh, but he catches the ball so well. He's got great, unbelievable hands, and uh, starting to really understand the program better and better. You uh, you were in Cincinnati with AJ Green. Any any similarities? Um, yeah, I think there are some similarities, you know, uh, when AJ was a rookie, I can remember, um, his, his first year, you know, just how well he caught the ball, how strong his hands were that, you know, um, JJ will be a little bit thicker. I think when it's all said and done and and AJ's a little bit taller, but, um, they both have outstanding hands and they both have outstanding speed. And, um, you know, I really like, I really like Justin a lot. So um, lastly, are you guys, I would assume you guys are going to work Sunday night after the Bears game because you come back five days later against New Orleans. Is, is that accurate? Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll treat it like it's a, uh, a Thursday night, a Thursday game with one extra day. So um, we'll, we'll more than likely take Monday to game plan. Uh, and then Tuesday and would be a uh, Wednesday and Thursday would be a Friday, thir- Thursday, Friday, whatever it is. Friday, Saturday, whatever. That's the verbal version of your taped mask on your face at Tampa Bay. What just happened there, isn't it? It's it's hard to put this Wednesday as a Tuesday yeah. and Tuesday as a Wednesday. Now, now um, it turns out we have 45 seconds left. I mean, any, any final comments on the officiating at Tampa Bay? <laughs> what about um, what about the fan situation at U.S. Bank Stadium? Would you care to elaborate? Yeah, I better not on that either. Um, I hope you win three in a row, get to the playoffs, and, uh, well, Chicago first. I hope you win one in a row, and then we'll deal with New Orleans uh, later. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Paul. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm Paul Allen. X's and O's comes to a conclusion reminding you innovative office solutions and the Vikings have teamed to spotlight organizations doing good in the community. So congratulations to Project Success for receiving the In the Community Award, Project Success connects students to their purpose by motivating and inspiring thousands of Minneapolis 6th to 12th grade students to dream and plan for their futures. On behalf of Innovative Office Solutions and the Vikings, we say thank you. Uh, We say thank you to Vikings tight end Irv Smith Jr. He joins us next on X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, driven by... Our radio app.
and O's continues on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. A very special guest joining us shortly. But uh, first, it's game day any day. Play the new Vikings scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery. Top prize, $100,000. Just say, I'm in. Get details at mnlottery.com. It is Irv Smith Jr. joining us on X's and O's. Second-year tight end from Alabama. Caught a touchdown at Tampa Bay. His third this season. And uh, after missing three of the last four games, two in a row, how great did it feel to be back? And did that Tampa Bay heat help you with your groin and, like, loosen up? Uh, yeah, you know, it felt great to be back out there. Um, you know, I missed being out there with my brothers, you know, going to battle and, you know, just, just going out there and doing what I love to do. Um and definitely just being in that heat for sure. You know, I'm I'm from New Orleans, so you know, I'm I'm pretty accustomed to, you know, playing in the heat and also playing at Bama. So um, you know, it was it was nice to to feel, you know, a little a little more uh a little more heat because you know it's, it's definitely been cold out here in Minnesota. We uh we mentioned Irv uh come hails from Alabama. Now, having played at Alabama with Dolphins starting quarterback Tua Tungavailoa. And now Eagles starting quarterback Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's fantastic. Do you think both have a chance to maybe find stardom in the NFL? Most definitely. Um, you know, both guys are, are great competitors, great leaders, um, and, you know, most importantly, great people. So um, I definitely believe that, you know, both of them have a, a bright future and, you know, we'll be able to see that, um, you know, in the future coming forward. When you have teammates playing in National Football League games and you're not playing, do you go out of your way to watch them? Uh, definitely. Um, you know, I just I just try to, you know, support my guys as much as possible. Um, you know, every everybody has, you know, a lot of things that uh, that they're good at. And, you know, playing at Bama is, is awesome, you know, just having so many guys that are in the league and being able to watch them. You, you mentioned you're from New Orleans. We'll get into that more uh, a little later. But um, given you're from New Orleans and you played at Alabama, do you have any family members that just won't break? You just They just <laughs> won't quit with LSU? Uh, I feel like kind of my first year a little bit because I didn't really play too much. And then, you know, kind of once I started playing and then I scored my sophomore year and junior year against LSU, so – you know, it was it was definitely definitely a fun moment. So they 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 had to join the they had to join the the wagon. You know, um, it's 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 hard not to love Alabama. You know, we we win a lot of football. <laughs> uh, now uh, for you with the final home game Sunday, taking on the Chicago Bears, is there any advantage to playing at home when there are no fans? Um, I mean, I feel like. Obviously, you know, playing at home is, is a blessing, and, you know, it's, it's awesome, you know, being in that environment, um, playing at U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, there's nothing like it. Um, but, you know, I mean, for us, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a welcoming, just, you know, being able to play in that stadium and, and know, you know, how important it is to our fans and how important it is, you know, to us as a team. But, you know, we definitely miss the fans out there. It's, it's definitely not the same. Irv, you scored two touchdowns at U.S. Bank Stadium against Detroit, and then you looked up and and it was like, whoa, hey, do I throw the football? Do I what what do I do? I mean, how weird was that? Uh, it's definitely it's definitely weird. Um, you know, obviously 
from last year scoring in the in, at U.S. Banks, you know, the energy and the, the crowd is just it just brings so much out of you, and you know. Mm-hmm. But I know I know everybody at home is watching, and you know they're showing a lot of love uh, at home. So you know you still you still got to bring that that fun and, and enjoyment. Irv, you mentioned that energy. I mean, from the Detroit two touchdowns, go back a year. Uh, the the first touchdown of the second half against Denver. Then your fellow tight end Kyle Rudolph catches one to win the game. I mean, the building that day. Are you kidding me? It was unbelievably loud. Rocking, rocking. I mean, the energy in that stadium uh, is is unmatched. Honestly, um, you know, I played at a lot of a lot of great environments, and you know, I feel like at U.S. Banks we have one of the best, if not the best. Irv Smith Jr., tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, our guest on X's and O's, featuring Mike Zimmer, who joined us a little earlier. And uh, by the way, purchase any 20-ounce Pepsi-branded product from Quick Trip with your rewards card and enter the Vikings opening drive sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. See store for details. We mentioned Kyle Rudolph. Uh, with, with Kyle, he started 98 consecutive games, man, before he had to scratch at Tampa Bay. And, you know, I, I, I know and you know that he worked really hard to get up to that game to help you guys. Disappointed he couldn't play. At least he wasn't himself. Uh, how has Kyle helped you? And, like, when, when you think Kyle on and off the field, what impresses you? Um, you know, just the way he carries himself. Uh, you know, he's, he's definitely a vet. He's been in the league, um, but this is his 10th year now, so. Um, you know, he's very familiar. Um, and, you know, he helps me a lot just, you know, whether it's things on the field, whether, you know, different things, whether in the run game, you know, foot placement and, you know, in the pass game, well, you know, this coverage, just be reading different things. I mean, he's he's done it for so long and has had success for so long. Um, it's only it's only right to, you know, take advantage of that opportunity. You know, then we uh, then we have Tyler Conklin, five catches at Tampa Bay. I love when things go well for Tyler, such a wonderful young man. It, it's, it, it's time for a Tyler TD. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's it's he's starting to jump up, and you know, he's Tyler has zero touchdowns in forty four games. It's time for a Tyler TD. Do you agree? Oh yeah, we got we got to get him in the end zone. Got to get him in there. He, we got to we got to get him a little dance too. I don't know what he's gonna do when he gets in there, but uh, we we got to make sure he's prepared once he once he does. Uh, now we mentioned New Orleans earlier, Irv. A week from Friday is uh, that's a big day for young Irv Smith Jr. Not only is it Christmas, but the Vikings have Christmas afternoon football at New Orleans, your hometown. What's that gonna be like? Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be amazing. Um, you know, growing up, uh, you know, my dad played for the Saints and kind of, you know, I know how important um, or how awesome it is, you know, to play in the Superdome. And, you know, uh, I know the whole city will be watching. Um, it, it'll just be really cool just going home. My family will be there um, and they'll just get to see me play uh, at a, at a, on, a, on a bright stage, really Christmas, Christmas Day. I mean, I'm, I'm sure everybody will be watching. And uh, and you never have lost to New Orleans at the Superdome. Your your very first game preseason 2019, boom, feels like we scored a million. In the playoffs last year, Rudolph wins it at the end after Thielen gets behind Patrick Robinson and uh, and Cousins with a beautiful pass. I mean, mm-hmm. d- does that – you've never lost at Superdome. Does that lead to trash talking with family members? Most definitely, most definitely. And and we're not, we're not about to start now. It's, we're going to keep the tradition going and – you know, I'm, I'm excited for that, for sure. 
I um uh, I would assume that big Christmas Eve dinner with your family probably out due to pro- uh, COVID protocol, right? Yeah, I, I don't really know how too much how that's gonna work, but I mean, I, I definitely need some gumbo, uh, whether <laughs> some somehow or some way if I can get it. Yeah, but think about that. I mean, to get gumbo to your team hotel, think about how many people you have to run that through, you know, and then they got to, like, check the top of the bowls and then pull the meat out. Now they touch the meat. I mean, ugh, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it definitely sucks. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just part of it. Um, you know, we've kind of been dealing with this all year. And, you know, as a country, we've all been dealing with it. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely – definitely sucks but at the end of the day um we're gonna find a way to get some my man uh good luck against the bears great luck against new orleans then the lions go ahead and win the rest of the games get into the playoffs see what happens right most definitely most definitely thank you Irv. appreciate you irv smith jr tight end for the minnesota vikings finalizing x's and o's as we head up to a home game against the chicago bears And the boom is at noon, the Sunday KFAN and the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. We want to thank uh, Brett Blakemore and everybody with the Vikings Entertainment Network for assisting us. Likewise for Irv Smith Jr. and Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. I'm Paul Allen. Thank you for listening to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, driven by Polaris. Polaris.